Mansell with HJ Sports, and today we're going to go over our new sites within the Tetra line for 2022. So new for 2022, we actually came out with a new way to mount your scope housing to the infinite adjust bracket. No longer do you have to worry about your vertical adjustments uh, intertwining with the second axis adjustments. So as you'll see on the scope housing, uh, there's actually an additional brick. You can either mount that to the inside of the riser or to the outside of the riser. We recommend that for most traditional bows, you mount that to the inside of the riser and for any sort of sight that you're gonna mount in line with the bow to use the outside. Just flip that around um, and mount it to the outside of the riser. So within each of the product categories, we have the Tetra Max, the Tetra, and then the Tetra LT. As always, our Tetra line of sights come in four different scope housing size options, an inch and three eighths, an inch and five eighths, an inch and three quarters, and then also our four pin housing, which is an inch and three quarters. We also offer a 10 thousandths pin and a 19 thousandths pin for both single pin and four pin options. On the Tetra itself, we once again have micro adjustments as well as your macro gain adjustments for left and right. For your vertical adjustments on your Tetra bow sight, you'll want to use the screw right here on the infinite adjust rail and the screw below that. You'll just loosen those and slide it up and down. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra bow sight is the integrated scope ring that has a built-in level. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra site is the ability to take a 2500 blue burst light. This is an added on accessory, but you can actually put that on there to add light to your pin or to reduce light. With that, we also have mechanical rheostat, which is an exclusive feature to HHA on the Tetra line. You'll be able to turn in the rheostat if you want to dim the light, and then you'll also be able to turn it out if you want to let more light in. Also on our 2022 Tetra line bow sights, the Tetra comes in either a fixed frame, our Hunter Edition frame, or it comes on a four to eight inch adjustable dovetail. All HHA products are 100% made and sourced in the USA, and they carry a 100% lifetime warranty. For any more questions, please visit our website at www.hjsports.com. Hello, we're at the ATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we used with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens. It still has our momentum management compressible blade technology. So the the cutting diameter is inch and a quarter by two inches on this when deployed. Uh, in flight, it's one inch by inch and a quarter. Another feature we added this year with these heads uh, is that you can exchange the bone breaching field point tip with a 125 grain setup if you would like. So swap the tip out, get you 125 grains instead of 100, which is big with those Western hunters. And then it's really simple to lock back in place, roll those blades up, and then it's a click and another click on the other side. It's completely set in, will not prematurely deploy, will not rattle free, solid containment, 100% deployment every time. So we've made a lot of good adjustments and refinements to it to make sure that it's guaranteed to deploy every single time. So that's what's new for VIP this year. 
Welcome back, guys. This podcast is brought to you by RPG Coffee Company, a veteran-owned and operated socially responsible coffee company born to support members of the military, law enforcement, and firefighting communities by donating 50% of their profits. The true secret to living is giving. And don't forget to join the RPG Coffee Club today. Don't wait until you run out. Stay ready to rock by having RPG Coffee delivered straight to your door each month with our coffee club. Folks, thank you for tuning into another episode of Bucks in America podcast, Cooking Edition. I'm your host Jeff Vance. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode of Wednesday with Josh Carter and I, please go back and download and listen to it. You can find all the major programs. But that whole episode, we talked a lot about turkey hunting, and now he's got a, a, a really good recipe in the crock pot for turkey. Now, I have no idea what this recipe is, so I'm excited. I'm, I don't know. As, I'm in the same boat you are, and so. I'm looking forward to finding out more. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Josh and tell us about your recipe and your inspiration behind it. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, I picked it up from my old man on a piece of the private land that I actually hunt. He uh, he actually passed the recipe down to me, but I done mine a little bit different. I I still done his way, but as far as what I put with mine was a little different. But uh, you know, of course, you breast your bird out. I, I breasted the, the, the meat and uh. I put it in a, you know, a gallon Ziploc bag, but, you know, I, of course I wash it off and, uh, most of the time I wash mine off and I'll set it in the freezer. But for instance, if I'm going to cook it in the next two or three days, I take just salt, regular salt, and I'll dump it in there with my turkey breast and I'll take water, just regular tap water or whatever. And I'll fill my bag up halfway full, leave it in the refrigerator for at least 24 to 48 hours. Takes all the, the, the gamey taste that it would might have anything out of it it pulls all the stuff out rewash it again uh i'll get my crock pot and uh i put it inside of the crock pot and i'll take uh italian dressing but the italian dressing i like is the olive garden italian dressing so i'll take a whole big bottle of that included with a cup of chicken broth a cup of water and you can choose your vegetables what you would like but i do green beans uh sliced potatoes and sliced carrots so you put all that inside of that crock pot and do not, don't cut the breast up when you do it, do the breast whole, of course, because if you cut it in chunks, you know, the heat absorbs it and it'll shrink it and, you know, you won't have nothing in there but soup. So I do the breast whole and you cook it on high for six hours, occasionally stirring it. And I'm going to tell you right now, after the six hours, when you pull that breast up, it just falls off in the pot and it is amazing. Hands down, one of the best recipes for it is turkeys that I have tried, so... You definitely have to try it. Like I said, you can use other things. Like I said, I I personally would say do it with the Olives Gardens uh, Italian dressing and use the biggest bottle they have, one whole bottle of that, and you will be amazed. Just make sure you add the chicken broth and water as well. So And on high for six hours. Really on high? Because when you said high for six hours, but then it's like, then you then you then then the ball drops. It's like, oh, it becomes so super ridiculously tender it's like that sounds yes. really good you're you're like the second guest i've had on my podcast where they say uh italian dressing and turkey breasts are, are the way to go i'm telling you it is amazing and i'm a big italian dressing fan as it is so i could eat it with anything but i'm telling you it's the old man that gave me the recipe um I'm, it's hands down one of the best that i've ever tried and i and that that's the first time i had cooked it in the crock pot as well and i've done cooked three this year 
if that tells you anything. <laughs> it's wow, very, yeah. very, very good, I promise you. That is excellent. Is that one of your son's favorite recipes then that you cook up for him? Yes, yes. That's We all enjoy it, actually, everybody. <laughs> I actually uh, took a couple of bowls uh, this past one to some coworkers, and uh, they, they said, man, that's not a wild turkey. I said, yeah, it is. That is like, man, that is amazing. So you definitely have to put that one on your list and try it. Yeah, the, the recipe is very straightforward. And uh, and then you you mentioned earlier before before we record, you said you have something about backstraps. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it's just it's it's pretty much this. I guess straightforward with it as well. I like to do the same with my backstraps. A lot of people marinate, you know, not marinate, uh, soak them in like my grandma soak it in uh milk. And okay. that milk that milk takes the gamey taste out as well because you know some deer you know buck or doe you know I've heard the bucks have a you know tendency of having a bigger smell I guess as far as you know when their their testosterone and stuff's higher you know when they go in the rut but I've always soaked mine in milk for a day twenty four hours and then uh, I like to take what you call Dell seasoning I don't know if you guys have that or not yeah we but, we well, we have we somebody around here has some version yeah. of a dill seasoning i i take dale seasoning at least two about two 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 uh quarts of that and i'll pour it in a bag and uh i'll let it soak and marinate overnight and uh i like to take it and put it on the grill and cook it about maybe on about 250 to 300 for at least about two hours man i'm telling you well not two hours about probably about an hour but because i different people like their meat different but i'm telling you right now it's so tender and you can't go wrong with Dell seasoning. <laughs> That's the best thing. I mean, I can eat Dell seasoning just like Italian dressing on anything. But you know, everybody has their own ways of cooking theirs. But I like to soak mine in milk for at least twenty four hours. It gets that taste out of it, and then, like I said, I'll marinate it for another twenty four hours in the bag, and then I'll throw it on the grill as well. So, I got you. See, I've never thought about using dill on a backstrap before. That sounds pretty interesting. Now, it's very good. That is that is pretty good. See, I don't use milk, but I've never thought about using milk though for it. Uh, I, I I'm a fan of that gamey flavor though because that's why I hunt whitetail. But yeah. I'm sure with you with all your kids and stuff, you you have to if you want it all gone, you want to make sure you cater cater exactly. Masses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's my daughter. She loves it any which way. I mean, she she like uh, she is a big a big positive critic when it comes down to my cooking because it's like if I need if I need an honest answer, she'll tell me. And so this yes. way that we can go from there and uh, to make sure we're she where it all falls because I smoke stuff for her I grill I do all kinds of all, all kinds of good stuff for her because I try to try to make uh, venison a special thing uh, one of the I don't know about you but it's like our biggest successes was getting our kids my ex and I's uh, our daughter together getting her introduced to wild game as quickly as possible rabbit squirrel pheasant and whitetail exactly that's that's the thing about my kids I try to get them hooked on it as well and. They said uh, they love what we call bacon burger down here as well. The processors down here, they'll they'll put bacon in it. Okay. And my kids love that, but it's just regular burger. So you just patty it out and put that on the grill. But they love the back straps and the inner tenderloin as well. Most people most people won't take the time to get it out, but I always love to get the inner tenderloin out as well. Oh, I do. I make a purpose. I make I it's 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 my priority to pull that bad boy out. Yeah, we, we call it the sweet meat. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. That's one of the ones like I like to do like a like a, a sweet Jamaican uh uh brine for it. And when yeah. you smoke it up or do a slow roast, oh my word, because it's like that the way the brown sugar gets in that meat just tastes so good. Oh yeah, exactly. 
Man, you got you gave me some pretty good inspiration here. I got I got a I got a big dinner coming up here in a couple of weeks, so it's like every time I put something together with a bunch of people, I have like I have, I have some friends coming from Texas and Maryland and and Wisconsin, South Dakota. So I'm gonna be putting together some uh, uh, some venison, some ribs, and just kind of be like a big old carnivore meal. It's just gonna be a meal for men. Yeah, I, I wish I could be there. That would that would be nice. Oh yeah, my wife was uh, for for Father's Day. She got me a smoker and and uh, fit the budget that I was looking for. It was it's a good introductory one for for what I was looking for. Be, but it's like I I didn't. She won't let. She didn't want to have a. She, you know, like she gets burnt out quickly. So when we were coming down to figure out what we were going to buy, we we skipped on getting a Traeger because she did. She would she would get burnt out from it and. Uh, I I won't, but it's like I need. Uh, it's it's only two of us eating, so it's like I want to make sure that whenever I cook, it's like she's gonna enjoy it too. So this kind of was a a median, a happy happy median for, for the two of us. This way, I still got a smoker, still got to try different things, and so far everything I've done has been fire. Even eggs have been really good too. Yeah, I'll tell you something else too with the back straps. Uh, I don't know if you, I know you guys, probably, I know you have it there. Worcester sour sauce. Oh, how I do you take- what do you use with it? Well, I, and, and that and Greek seasoning as well. I love Greek seasoning. Uh, that's about my favorite seasoning. Uh, I'll take the same way, like I said, with my back straps. I'll you know soak them in the Dale seasoning, but I'll do like half a bottle of Dale's and then half a bottle of Worcester sour sauce. Let that sit overnight. You know, put that on the grill and then sprinkle some of the Greek seasoning on each side of your back straps. Oh man, you talking about good? Yeah, it has like one of. The, I'm telling you, you have to try it. Like I said. It, like with that cooking coming up, you know, get you some Greek seasoning and some Dells and Worcester sour. Like I said, it's man, you'll come out of the store less of 15, 15, 17 bucks on some seasoning, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Man, my uh, my mother in law, she's she's just uh, she likes my cooking, so she always gets every Christmas or some type of a random gift. She'll always come up with either barbecue sauce or some spices, and then mm-hmm. she, then she was down. To, they were down in New Orleans. She came back with some. Uh, what was it? She get she gave me some Tabasco, Tabasco sauce, uh, sauces too. Two different kinds. They're not they're not overly hot. I'm not a spicy person. I like I like a flavor over overheat, and so they're they're just fantastic. I've already gotten to oh, it's like a spicy barbecue flavor. Maybe it's not. It's it, and it's 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 got it's got a good it's good something really good with them. Goes well with chicken and I'll do a pizza. Well, I'll tell you something else too. You guys need to try. Uh, it's not far as a recipe, but uh, it's a good dish to make with your back straps. Uh, do you like pickles and bacon? Oh yeah, my wife, my wife loves loves pickles. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. You're gonna say I'm I'm crazy, but I just made them yesterday with some hot dogs and hamburgers. Take you some dill spears, the the spear pickles now. Okay. And get you a jar of them, and dump the jar, get clear the juice out of it, and take the pickles and put them on a paper towel or some kind of cloth, and let them sit there. Take whatever kind of bacon you like, wrap one piece of bacon, the one pickle, put it in the oven at 420 for 25, 30 minutes until that bacon's crisp, and get you a bowl of ranch, and you'll thank me later. Oh, I think I think my wife just made you one of my favorite guests, because uh, that's something that's easy to do, because guess what? I have both ingredients. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> 425 for a half hour. Yeah. But yeah, about 25. You, you can watch the bacon, you know, like. Most people, you know, some people like their bacon different, but I like mine not too, too crisp. But I know when it's getting that different color, you know, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to pull it out. But, man, it's good for any like, kind of Super Bowl parties, any get-togethers, and I can eat it any day of the week with any dish I cook. So, Ooh. And it's not it's not expensive to make, and it does not take long at all to make. 
That sounds just sounds fucking legit, man. Thank you for the <laughs> recipes, dude. It's like uh, you you gave us a appetizer and uh, like uh, two main courses. This is pretty cool, man. I like hearing that. Here, here, yes, people get inspired and like come up with these, these different uh, recipes. Yes, sir. Like I said, you try it out and you let me know what you think of it. So that will. I will definitely be taking pictures and videos for that because that sounds fucking <laughs> delicious. Yo, it is. It's amazing. Then um, we, my wife and I found this from Spiceology. It's called candied bacon, and we mm. actually take that and we and we sprinkle it over bacon itself. It's got paprika. It's got smoke flavor into it. It's got some salt and pepper. It's got a couple of other things. I'll send you a picture of it after the after our conversation here. And oh. it's just it's just absolutely so delicious. I put, I put it on venison. I put it on steak. I put it on chicken, and it just fire. It's absolutely oh, yeah. delicious. It's and it's got it's got a little bit of heat to it. But it's it's nothing. It's it's like maybe maybe two or three hundred Sculvin. Nothing over the top. Oh and yeah, that's it's good. got solid flavor. Oh, it sounds it sounds delicious. It is. It's really good. <laughs> the the it's Spiceology is based out of Washington, I believe, and they put together some really cool stuff. We found oddly enough found a TJ Maxx because every once in a while the TJ Maxx gets some overflow stuff, and and uh, I've, I've, as soon as I found, it, I send it to pretty much everybody. That I knew when I first found it. I didn't know you at the time. Otherwise, I'd probably send it to you. So now I'll send it to you. So this way you can dig it up. I'll send it. Make sure. I'll, it's, I think it's just Spiceology.com that you can find it from. Not sponsor yeah. anyway. It's just one of, those, one of those really delicious flavorings. Yeah, I'll have to definitely look into that because I'm all about trying something different. Heck yeah, man. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. I will, from the previous episode... I will take and put your, your TikTok and your Instagram in the show notes so this way people can see it. But uh, thank you, sir, for coming on, on board again. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having me. It was, it, was a, it was a blessing, really. Yeah, you're very welcome, sir. I'll let Wendell introduce me to you. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. You're very welcome.